0: This will be the last Andrew here for a while because Steve is doing this episode. This is one of the Patreon episodes that was live a while ago and as we've said, we are releasing them on the main feed pretty much um, on a one-for-one basis. So one in on Patreon, one out on the main feed. This is one recorded a while ago. Hope you enjoy it and get some tactical tips about how to make your guild uh, do better. If you like this, if you like this, want to help out on Patreon for um, about the price of a expensive overpriced coffee you can get an expensive overpriced podcast so there you go anyway nothing me now for more steve Okay, uh, good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Welcome to Singled Out. This is the latest in the series of the guilds in 30-ish minutes. We might go over on this one because it's a guild I've got quite a lot to say about and it's a guild my returning guest, the wonderful uh, powell Edek Korpal, say hello. <laughs> Hi, great to be back. Um, it's also joining us to talk about and we're going to talk about the team that we played, both played at the most recent WTC, uh, which is now a couple of years ago, but uh, which is Alchemists. I think you and I might be the only players to have played both Brewers and Alchemists at WTCs as well.
1: Oh, is that true? Yeah, I, I have, played
0: Brewers at my first WTC.
1: Yeah, I did play them for my first WTC and then swapped to Alchemists, yeah
0: um so so tell us like what what attracted you because I, I sort of i came to alchemist originally because when i first started playing guild ball charles Narsa charles nurse told me what a good game it was and i couldn't work out what to choose so i just asked my wife to choose something and she bought me smoke um and I, that's why i play alchemists so but, but you obviously made a more conscious decision to move to them so like so what attracted you
1: okay so i won a, a second guild after Brewers and. It was one of the guilds nobody picked in our local uh, gaming group. And it's, well, the reason I picked them at that time have changed a lot because, well, it's Alchemist and they change with every, rather, every edition massively. <laughs> uh, I started playing them when Midas had replication. And you could go with the insane uh, unmasking uh, Midas. I'm asking on momentous on third column, I believe, but I might be wrong about that one. Uh, That was stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, But uh, thankfully it's gone, but I'm really happy with how the guild is working right now.
0: Yeah, I think they're, they're a really interesting guild, I think. So they, they're obviously, at the moment, in, in a very good place in terms of their sort of power level. They are widely recognized as one of the stronger, uh, if not the strongest, maybe I think Steeljaw probably still trumps them, but one of the stronger guilds in the game. Um, and I'm, I guess the main thing for me is, as a guild, they are, they're incredibly versatile like you have a lot of flexibility and a lot of different things that you can do because you have these sort of they are very football-y but you can put out a lot of damage with the right setup because you have all of the conditions and you have some quite heavy damage dealers in there but you also have the option of like a lot of control and range control elements so you can really flex with them i don't know how you find it but so i get asked quite a lot about like what's your plan with alchemists uh, and i feel like almost more than any other guild in the game they can play the board state like you can <laughs> really react to what's going on with them and change what you're doing
1: yeah that's true um they have the whole package to be honest uh, as you said um my favorite way to play them is to play an all-out goal goalscoring minus team uh, like four or five strikers and some, mo- uh, some other model and But to be honest, playing uh, Smoke for the slower condition game, like a big control game, is also great. And Soma also brings some interesting stuff. Like he is a super Soul captain, just as Midas, Um, but in a very different way. Mm. Uh, So there's all three captains are viable and they play kind of differently. Even though everyone is a decent goal scorer, if you needed need him to be, um, but yeah, um, also yeah, so they are very versatile and yeah,
0: they're very efficient as well, aren't they? Because you oh, know, yeah. one of the key so, things they have is they can pull conditions off themselves or off of other models, enemy or friendly models. Yeah, to that's... gain sort of you know movement bonuses or tack bonuses or or just essentially free influence um and so they can so while you've got a lot of models who might have things like three three influence cap or or like they actually you can get a lot done so one of the benefits is uh, if you talk about that that's sort of normal the, the common midas team but you can quite often full stack four models in your team
1: yeah, that's true. Um, there's quite a few models that are influence tier 3. Uh, it's Crucible, Vitor, and but you don't feel like they're um, hampered in any way because of that. Uh, they get free stuff, uh, or extremely efficient with those influence, so yeah, that's not a problem at all. Um, also, the uh, picking uh, conditions for uh, bonuses is a great mechanic, I love it. Mm. Uh, I think it's one of the best changes in uh, Guild We're uh, within a guild. Um, also, it's a very cool mechanic because I've never he- heard people say it's not an unfair mechanic. Um, it's I think people mostly enjoy playing against alchemists. It seems like a fair game, even though they are very strong guild, It feels like you never feel like you have no outs when playing against alchemists.
0: Yeah. I think that's. I, I think that there's maybe some when we talk about soma. There's maybe that's there's something in some in the wording of that is a little bit unclear. Yeah, sometimes yeah. like that can be fiddly. But in the main, I think the condition pull mechanic as a thing is is pretty clean. It's pretty clear and it and it's okay. I think also you know a, a tip for people playing against alchemists and, and we were talking about this the other night, weren't we? Is is if you're worried about the condition thing, just knock them down because they have to yeah. clear conditions. <laughs> like, they don't, they really don't like being knocked down, especially if they want to have conditions on themselves or they're looking to pull conditions from other models. So they're a weird guild, I guess, in the sense of their weaknesses, are they're really good at pulling burning and poison. Like, there's not much point in ever trying to burn or poison alchemists, but they actually don't have any way of clearing things, you know, any other condition clearing for, like, Snared or Knockdown or Bleed. So they're quite vulnerable to the conditions that they don't want to play with they are they don't have like they don't have anything really like they don't have any close control in the guild so they're a bit vulnerable to sort of kick pressure stuff as well like their they're, they're anti-kick pressure tends to come from having you know good tackles and things like unpredictable movement and stuff like that but they don't actually have any really hard ball control mechanisms and they're a bit squishy like they're sort of oh, yeah, average to actually below actually, average actually, yeah. stats yeah that's
1: true even from them. Polkiest Moles are both catalysts and they can go down really fast um, if they're focused on, yeah.
0: Yeah, they've so, got like no, they've got no, like their, their defensive tech tends to be sort of auras and you take conditions or you take a bit of condition damage or something, you know. So it's either you you come within two inches of them and get burning or poison you know, or some combo of that or you or the captains often have unpredictable movement, but they don't have any really hard Defensive yeah. tech like Fear or Compound has Resilience, but he's kind of a crossover model and he's, we can talk about him in a bit, he's very situational. But they don't yeah, have like true. Tough Hide or, you know, Fear or anything like that.
1: Yeah, uh, also Females are below the like standard uh, um, Balkans for their uh, defensive stats, like Crucible is 4L and 14HP. Yeah. Uh, which tends to be a bit more when you have no armor. And uh, virtual is the same with 11 HP at 50.
0: Yeah, and yeah, even veteran catalyst, there's a lot of boxes. is defense, you know, two one. Yeah. that's like not you know, and does a bit of damage to you. But like so, yeah, if you, if you get into, if you get into, you don't really want to get into a scrum with them. Um, and also the other thing is, quite often you might be chipping away at your own models a little bit to put conditions on them. So you know, or if they, you know, like venom or Original Catalyst obviously come with their own conditions, but sometimes you'll you'll move your you want to condition your own models in order to give you...
1: Yeah, because you need their condition in the exact place at the exact time uh, to trigger all your additional stuff, yeah.
0: And then in terms of gameplay, I mean, my view is, like, well, this probably comes into the captains a bit, but they're very flexible, like, they they can, as you say, play, you can play the All-Strikers Midas team, you know, 3-0 team, or you can play pretty grindy sort of 2-1 you know sort of 4-1 sort of uh smoke teams or even soma can play that way so they are very flexible i usually find you're in sort of 2-2 but i think you're somewhere you're either up or down from 2-2 so i think of them as a 2-2 guild and they flex in different ways depending on who the captain is so like i
1: think i I was further to say yeah
0: yeah, I think of, like, Soma I think of as the most pure 2-2 captain. Midas is, like, a 2-2 flex up to three-zero, and Smoke is a 2-2 flex down to 2-1. Unless you yeah. take a very specific Smoke build, which we can talk about in a bit.
1: Okay, yeah, I think that's fair to say. You can always end up with Midas winning for one uh, 1-4, uh, to be exact, uh, because veteran catalyst, if he is... Um, Efficiently can get you the takeouts, but it needs a lot of setup, and the stars have to align a bit to get that. <laughs> yeah. But it's doable, yeah.
0: And they're also weirdly for a football, for a football e-guild, they a big advantage they have is they they don't actually mind if the game drags on a bit because usually they you like while they not won't necessarily have a lot of damage dealers, like there's quite a lot of players that can do a little bit of chip damage, and then conditions themselves do quite a bit of chip damage. So you actually can... I mean, you're not going to do that against, say, farmers or something like that, but against, yeah, like, uh. averagely-statted guilds. If the ga- like, Usually football teams don't really want a game against butchers to go to, like, three or four turns. But actually, alchemists, they don't want it, but they're okay with it because a lot of the models will then be on sort of half health. Yeah,
1: that's true. Uh, I noticed that uh, when you play Midas, you tend to even accidentally... Uh, Take your enemy models uh, down to like I say, half of their HP. Uh, I had a few games against Union and Butchers or um, um, Cooks but that I got some takeouts, even though I wasn't really trying to get them.
0: Yeah, you sort of have the accidental takeouts because models have conditions put on them. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's the sort of gist of Alchemists. um Should we talk a little bit about the 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 captains like let's talk about because they they really set the play style so let's talk about Midas first of all because I think you, you said he's your your preferred choice and he's probably the most common alchemist captain and, and one of the strongest captains in the game
1: yeah it's true uh, I started playing Midas in season four even in his first iteration where he little gold was uh, worse and uh, his legendary the whole card was basically worse uh, because I was enjoying a goal scoring team Right now, you have a great um, kicking captain in Midas. It says that you can kick with any of the structures you take with Midas. Midas will just uh, pull other models up, and you get two or three models engaging the enemy team turn one, mm-hmm. which is a lot of pressure, and it's difficult to keep the ball safe against that. Um, I tend. Yeah, so you mostly prefer to take Strikers of Midas as some tech pieces or some support. Um, uh, Yeah, you're looking, as I said, for at least two goals. uh, And most of the games will go rather quickly.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I think Midas gives you, like, as you say, he gives you a really strong kicking game because you can usually, you probably don't get it, but you can threaten to engage with three of your models on the kick you know, but a combination of we'll probably have to talk specifically about Kami, but a combination of like the model you kick with, a model Midas lures and then Kami. Like, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and but then he himself is basically he's just an incredibly he, his main thing, you know, he he can move your players around, it's really useful, he's got lure of gold, which is which is one that you basically can make people jog towards towards, not deck directly towards him, which is either great for moving your models into position or actually pulling your models back if they get into trouble. Yeah. So he gives you and I think it's worth pointing out that alchemists the only movement tricks they really have are on the captains. They don't have any sort of any models that can manipulate other models yeah, yeah, movement that's in the team, and they don't have any movement buffs. They don't, you know, like Cinnamon or something like that, who just gives everyone plus two speed. They don't have that. But other than that, Midas is basically incredibly direct. He's just a really good striker. He's got where they go. He's got tackle on one hit. Also, he's, got-
1: he's quite good at pushing people off the pitch with his momentous uh, push dart on second. Uh, yeah, so you tend to get a take out that way with Miners from the time. But also because he has some pretty good movement, it's not as easy to push him off the pitch.
0: Yeah, yeah. he's and he he can do various other things. I mean, the main thing is you sort of, yeah, often I often find you, you sort of set up some models with him on turn one. Weirdly, it's positionally a little bit like Shaft in minors, you kind of get him into the middle of the pitch for turn two, and then you're like, yeah. okay, as long as I'm sort of around about the halfway line, slightly behind the halfway line, I can threaten to go and get the ball off someone, score a goal, do something like that on, on turn two. But obviously what you can also do is just walk up and hit models. It's like, if you get into a situation where you get a crowd out or two, you can just hit one model repeatedly and lure of gold loads of your own models
1: <laughs> oh, to I,
0: engage them. Yeah,
1: I did did that uh, sometime, yeah. Uh, because if you lure a few models in to help you be at the model, you start to get the momentous two damage on fourth column,
0: mm. yeah. So he can flex a bit, and I think, uh, but he's he's primarily a football focused model. You really want to get the ball with him. He he can threat a really long way, and he's really hard to pin down because he has basically a double push dodge on two hits. Because yeah. His... Also,
1: he's quite cool because he doesn't need uh, six influence all a lot often. Yeah. He works quite okay with four, even uh, five is probably a safe one for him uh, because at various you can go with lure of gold twice and where to go.
0: Yeah yeah exactly and he is I guess moving on to the other captains he is the least damagey captain like yeah, you're yeah. you're committing harder onto goals with Midas so let's talk about Soma because I think he overlay, they, sorry, overlay a bit more in terms of matchups I think with Midas Soma's a funny mix isn't aren't they because they're sort of they're both a control captain or like a <laughs> buff captain and the mother of all super solos
1: yeah that's true um, Soma's cool. Quite interesting. Uh, he has also a similar attack to Midas that he can move friendly models up um, and make them more efficient at beating stuff up. Um, there was some controversy with Selva when they were released initially. Um, yeah, right now uh, they tend to play similar to Midas. Uh, you can probably Swap them out, and depending on your play style, if you want to focus more on takeouts, you go with Soma. More on goals, you go with Minus.
0: I think so. the slight difference is probably Soma slightly better into teams, actually into some of the teams that Alchemist kind of struggle with, like Farmers and Shepherds, because Soma gives you much more. You know, Soma will take out pretty much anything um, when they turn into Numa, and you've got this. I think you've got quite a distinct two stages of play with them, don't you? So I think. Firstly, obviously with Soma, what you want to do is take models that can apply burning, yeah. because they your models get attack buff by pulling burning off enemy models, which is a slightly fiddly mechanic. But but basically, if the enemy model is burning, your model can pull it and gain extra attack. So you want models that self apply burning because realistically, the when you've got when Soma is in Soma mode you're only really using uh nitro, the movement, the dodge thing, because that yeah. costs, you have a four influence cap, that costs three influence. That's the character play you're using, because it's really good because you can dodge loads of models. Um so often you're looking at models like Ocat, like Kami, you know, uh Mercury, these sort of models that self-apply burning.
1: Yeah, the finding brigade
0: yeah. They get the most out of the attack buff. And I think also the major diff the other difference probably is with Soma, you're, you're ideally looking to set up like a six point legendary into Numa activation or back to back Numa activation. So you go like last with Numa and then yeah. go first with Numa because basically Numa's great until someone gets hold of them and then their 10 boxes can't heal. So they die pretty trivially as yeah. long as as long as it's a, not a one inch model engaging them. But like so you have to be careful with Numa. But so I think you spend quite a lot of time. Pulling your own team around with nitro, and then just getting yourself into the position to go. Okay, now Numa's going to go. Numa's going to get me six points.
1: Yeah, I I used to do a trick with Selma uh, that I gave them for influence. You can you can go for a nitro to move a few models around, but that also gives you the opportunity to use your legendary play. Turn into Numa, uh, charge someone, do some damage, dodge out, uh, dodge up, score a goal, and then you get uh, Numa in the prime position for the next turn. Yeah, and also you manage to reposition a few models on your team. Uh, that's yeah, you can
0: usually with four on Soma get Numa into a model. It's the question is you have to be if you're going to do that trick where you nitro Soma into position and then charge with Soma, you want to make sure that you're going first the next turn. Like, that's yeah. the big one, isn't it? Because you're not going to get a lot of momentum out of that because quite often with Numa, you're taking a knockdown on the charge and then you're looking at hitting other results because Numa is, is a bit vulnerable to counterattacks because it's got one-inch reach, no viable dodges.
1: Yeah, well, it can be also be like a Hail Mary where you invest all of the influence into that goal, for example. Yeah. It, well, it's a massive goal range that way, to be honest. Um, but it's quite a lot of influence just to show goal with a captain that's supposed to do all the of damage. So it's an option, but it's not a common one.
0: Yeah, and I think the other thing is probably the six you're picking with Soma, because you're taking these fire-orientated models, isn't necessarily the strongest actual alchemist picker squaddies. So once Soma Numa is off the pitch... Yeah. Like, usually, if you lose your captain and alchemist, you can actually crutch quite hard on your squaddies because they are very good, but they are, you usually running a slightly less cohesive team with Soma because you're you're wanting to make the most of that damage buff. So
1: let's. Yeah, that's true. Should
0: we yeah. talk about Smoke? Because Smoke <laughs> is like two distinct ways of playing with Smoke, aren't there? Yes,
1: yeah, she is interesting. Uh, uh, for the longest time, I couldn't make, couldn't click with her. Uh, I love the idea of her. I. Love, well, the rules are great, uh, but I did struggle a lot uh, for her, but right now I, she, I pick her into specific matchups. She mostly like uh, plays in the matchups that Midas doesn't do well into. Um, so she's a tech, tech captain, but she's very effective at that.
0: Yeah, and I think you can play sort of two distinct teams with her. We'll talk a bit more about squad selection in a minute, but like, like Smoke, she can play the football team. Like, I, so before Midas got buffed, I used to just play a footballing Smoke team, you know, so playing well, Vitriol and Crucible and OCAT, because she, she threats a really long way. She can travel 20 inches. She can generate a lot of momentum with Watch the World Burn. Um, yeah, sure, she, because her goal run is actually better than Midas's without
1: yeah. engaging enemy models, yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, and weirdly, she she doesn't have a brilliant playbook, but she's really good at throwing models off the pitch because she can move. Basically, she has a move and a place, and she has yeah. a push and a double push. Like if you get the hold of the right model, um, you know those models that are vulnerable to being thrown off the pitch, she's you all know, Windle and uh, the Bear and things like that. She'll yeah. she'll happily do that. And then obviously she has she's really good into models with low defense and tough hide. Because she because like those models tend to be particularly like an eighteen health tough hide model that's defense three, so Corsair,
1: yeah. for
0: example, is is a model that Smoke is very good at killing because she can just repeatedly do and you can repeatedly infuse them with a reasonable sort of success rate. I guess the other thing in terms of like team structure then with smoke is into certain matchups. So basically teams that want to engage you at range, so Steeljaw, Corsair, uh, Ballista smoke's amazing into them because she's basically like she you can play smoke mercury original calculus compound for counter charge and another model to punch things and just really really stand off them and and your your aoe's and damage is more influence efficient you can usually generate more momentum because of smoke and you're hard to pin down and you've got blind and you've got counter charge so she's a really good weirdly she's also very good defensively into other defensive teams. Where it's weird is she's not as good as, like, Steeljaw's really good into anything. Whether a smoke is particularly defensive, smoke is particularly good into defensive teams. It's not actually as good into offensive teams.
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh, and she's also quite good into uh, a few uh, goal scoring captains, uh, where playing uh, a goal scoring team against a goal scoring team is kind of risky. Um, if you get behind on a gold tempo, mm-hmm. it's hard to uh, come back, and smoke can slow the game down. You can't have the same goal screen potential as with Minus, um, but you got additional tools to slow the opponent down. For example, uh, Scala is a prime yeah. uh, company you want to take smoke into, uh, because if you take smoke and Naja, I don't know how to say it in English to be honest, the, the yeah. snake. <laughs> then it can be quite annoying for uh, the hunters to get the ball from either Smoke or uh, Snake.
0: Yeah, Najer and Smoke is sort of Scatha's worst nightmare basically. I I played that matchup a couple of times at WTC and it was just you know, the ball goes on Najer on the corner and they have to spend so much resource to get there uh, at which point you've like melted half their team.
1: Or you can even take a compound uh, so it's basically three moles. That hunters don't really want to get into, or have
0: to invest a lot to uh, engage them. Probably, yeah. Yeah. So, so that's the sort of captains, and then uh, we we started talking about Nazir and mascots. So, so I think in terms of mascots, my like see, it seems to me that Flask is the is the generally picked mascot. Neither of them are bad. So there's nothing like you're not wrong to take another. Flask is the more common one because he gives you free stuff. Uh, it's easier you-
1: to use, yeah.
0: Yeah, and Niger is again like a tech mascot. Like if if because 'cause two inch unpredictable movement, if if you have something you want to deal with that. And also because hypnosis is really good against models with like low amounts of influence who do a lot of damage. So like Windle, the bear, again, those are actually veteran catalyst he's really good in the mirror against because he can make you yeah. know anything that makes it cost more to use those low defense, high output models. Um is is really good with Nazure.
1: Yeah, that's true. Also, with her two-inch melee, you can engage some one-inch melee models and make them very inefficient. Uh, So Nasha basically just wanders around, gets a situational attack here and there, or hypnosis. Um, Whereas Flask, Flask mostly just gives other models free character plays, um, which is good, but it's there's not a lot of like. There's not a lot going around with him, but he's very efficient, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's exactly. And uh, yeah, there's, there's like one vaguely clever thing you can do with Flask, which isn't even that clever, is you just jam him into the opposition team and go, go kill him. Please kill Flask. Please kill Flask, because then he blows up and does a bunch of damage to people.
1: Yeah, I did have a few games uh, where I mm, it was against Corsair, I believe. Um, I jammed Flask into him and also uh, blinded Corsair. And if Flask is in cover, which he probably is, because of his uh, smoke bomb, Um, then Corsair is at minus three attack, and Flask is a 3-2 model. So he needs to hit all three dice to do a non-momentous one into uh, Flask. Um, Yeah, so he can, uh, like, you can jump up up models with him, uh,
0: but that's probably the most creative stuff you'll do. with him and so yeah so those are the sort of mascots and then the squaddies and I think this is one of Alchemist's biggest strengths right if you said their captains are good they have a really deep roster of good squaddies like so I think I think if you take one thing from this podcast there isn't really a bad like there aren't really bad Alchemist squaddies you're not wrong for picking any particular combination of this and I know you and I when we've chatted before have run very different teams to each other uh, like, but i guess the the core sort of the core bit i guess in alchemists is usually the ball playing squaddies so all of your squaddies have good kick stats pretty much universally except maybe compound and the mascots but most alchemists have good kick stats you you know, have, even, even Canada of a 3-6 into Yeah, Catalyst is a 3-6. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I beat world champion Will Weinfeld with an uh, original Catalyst goal. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah, 3-6 kick on a fighty model is, is good. Even that Cat's a 2-6 which isn't bad for that. For yeah, a big it, it used to be 1-4, I
1: believe. Like yeah, master. it was.
0: Yeah, yeah. When he had when he had old witness me back in the glory days. But I guess like the main... The main decision, for, like big, the big section in the squ- squadies is these sort of footballer squadies, isn't it? And by this we mean sort of vitriol, Cami, Crucible, and Veteran Calculus. Yeah, and you're usually usually running at least two of them, right?
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, even Veteran Calculus, that's people mostly uh, decide to not bring her into the roster. She has a few good matchups, mm-hmm. but it's just a case of. Other models tend to be more useful or more often useful, but she is in no way a bad model. She has the best goal line from all the squadies on her own. It's a twenty-inch goal one, yeah? Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, twenty-inch. She has a twenty-inch native goal threat, so she has. She's the safest. Like, if you want, if you want to score a really safe receive goal with Alchemist, Veteran Calculus is is the model for that because, you know, she can sort of score from a really long way away while also doing a sort of drive-by sticky bomb on, onto people and slowing them down. Um, for, for me, the two of those that are probably actually almost auto-includes, unless I'm playing that defensive smoke team, are uh, Crucible and Cami.
1: Yeah, that's true, because you have two good models for sc- scoring goals and two good models for retrieving the ball. Mm-hmm. The Crucible takes the ball from any models and Cami takes the ball from the ground. Um it's really difficult to protectable the against them, um, especially because crucible then uh, uh, works around close control. So yeah, uh, they are great. They are squishy,
0: yeah. uh, but that's like a feeling for the guild. Cami probably less squishy because she's like you know she has one inch reach and five or twelve boxes, but because she has a place, yeah, uh, she she's usually if you don't. She's in that camp of if models don't get taken out and get, if she gets to activate, she can usually get away. Yeah, that's true. And I guess the other thing with both of those models is they do both have momentous damage on their playbooks. Not a lot of it, but they have weirdly good sort of counterattacks, like, you know, where where Crucible, like, it's often worth counterattacking with Crucible even if she's not escaping because actually one damage, poison and burning. Yes. as a counter-attack is a real pain. And Kami, you know, the same thing. You might you might not get away with the counter-attack, but you, like, you know, pop resilience off a model or something like that. So so they can flex, they can do a little bit of chip damage, I guess, is the, the other thing with them. But yeah, mainly you're taking them for their sort of threat. And I think often what, I don't know about you, but I often find with Kami on turn one, what I'm looking to do is stand one of my own models with a condition... Four inches in front of Kami, and then place Kami onto that model and go and engage something late in the game. Like yes, late so one, it works he, the
1: best with Veteran Catalyst because of the the heat base. Yeah, far works as well with uh, Venom or Original Catalyst or Original Calculus.
0: Yeah, any um, of those models, Mercury, even like, but but usually I usually find it's Venom or uh, like Original Catalyst or something like that, just because you tend to not quite. It's always a feel bad to throw to walk yourself into your own AOE, Like, you can do it with original calculus. But it feels like there must be a better use I could make of this.
1: Well, I. It's not uh, free, I
0: guess. It doesn't feel it's not free like it is with Venom or Oral Cat.
1: Yeah, but when you're, uh, it is kind of kind of free with Minus, because uh, you can. Well, I think it, it's will mostly the same, and so much. You can walk like two or three models into the poison uh, AOE. Mm. and you can fuel up vitriol you can fuel up kami and possibly uh crucible
0: yeah yeah that's true
1: you you need to activate in the right order so that you poison your own model and you get to clear the poison on turn one if you have to keep the poison on them for the end of the turn it is a fuel bill yeah
0: yeah but it's yeah so there's very but i think that's a big thing with those and with vitriol as well this is the same right you the big thing you want to do is, especially in early turns, is keep one of your own models with a condition within four inches of them so that they can either, you know, get the free character play, get the free charge on Victory uh, get the free great balls of fire on Crucible, or get the free place on Kami. So so that's the thing to just be aware of with those models. And then usually the later you go into the game, there are conditions sort of splashing about on opposition models. And it's often why I often use the Midas legendary in like what might be quite a suboptimal way I often end up hitting it just to put conditions onto one or two models sometimes like so because you you can often get a lot out of the Midas Legendary, but sometimes just getting one or two models with it so that you have those conditions in place at the, you know at the end or at the start of a turn is absolutely worth it
1: yeah because if you put the condition early in the turn on an enemy model they will probably get rid of it because it's minus the moment for Bernie it's three yeah. damage from the the turn. So they will probably clear that. But if you put them, I tend to use a legendary and pull the conditional condition on the same activation. Yeah. Because they don't get a moment to react to that.
0: Yeah, Perfect. and often you just use it to get the additional dodge on Midas. So, yeah. so those are the football players, and I think what you're mainly trying to do with them is just exert, as you know, you you usually have, if you have two or three of them, regardless of whether it's Smoke, Midas, or Solmer as the captain, you're, you you know, one on each wing and one in the middle, trying to exert as much ball pressure as possible um, with a view to, you know, occasionally just going in with cameo or Crucible and making three or four attacks just for the momentum and a bit of chip damage. So then probably the sort of the most, like, the usually, the, you almost always see one as a Catalyst, because they're your main damage dealers, essentially.
1: Yeah, that's true, yeah. Uh, you probably will end up quite a few quite a lot of games without doing any takeouts, but you've got the threat of the takeout, and the opponent has to play around it. Uh, so even the psychological aspect is worth bringing one of them. Uh, and Original Catalyst is a good model to fuel up the strikers with his free burning.
0: Yeah, and both of them have both of them have access to knockdown on two, which no yeah. one. The only other models with knockdown are the captains, and it's usually on like well, Numa's got it on three, I think, but like Smoke and Midas both have it on four or five. Yeah. Where there is an Ocat has the only momentous knockdown in the guild, so so it's worth it even if you're not necessarily aiming to fight the opposition. But having a model with knockdown is really helpful. But they are they are the, the veteran catalyst, especially is the, is the sort of biggest source of damage in the faction that's not Numa. Yeah,
1: so, uh, Catalyst is the damage. Deal- is the damage dealer. Uh, Audio Catalyst can be a another model to push any models of the pitch with external combustion. Oh, I did get a noticeable amount of takeouts w- by pushing models of the pitch, even a few few uh, colossal. Yeah, ex-
0: yeah, yeah. Ocat is really good at ringing out models, and actually, Ocat combines really well with other models to get ring outs as well from a surprisingly yeah. long distance because you can often you know with the right setup easily push your model six inches with Ocat, and then you know and then even if it wasn't near the edge of the pitch it is now and my Somer or smoke can can throw it off so i think the big thing to be aware of with both of them which we touched on is, is they are incredibly squishy like especially vet cat like if if like gutter or or Cena or anything like a Fangtooth gets into VetCat. Like I've played into Alchemist with Union, and I got original. I got Fangtooth into VetCat and basically killed Midas VetCat. Another squaddy and a mascot just off on maskings on VetCat because yeah, you, uh, he
1: he's got, a great target for you know, triggering playbooks, uh, character placement playbooks, Yeah,
0: yeah. So anything like that, I think, is you have to be vet. So I often find I'm very conservative with VetCat. Like he's probably the model I've like. Dumped all their influence on more than any other model in the game. Like, because it's often you just want the three influence on Vetcat or two influence on Vetcat just to like make sure that people can't just run into your team and do whatever they want. That often you ne- you never want to overextend them unless it's like gonna win you the game. Yeah.
1: yeah
0: um, sure. And then the sort of the other sort of group of squaddies, I guess, are like the batteries slash tech pieces, of which yeah. there are many. Like. And I I think it's fair to say usually what you'd see in an alchemist lineup is you know, two of the strikers, a catalyst, and then one of these guys.
1: Yeah, that's probably a reasonable uh, roster, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so the models are probably like uh Original cal- uh, calculus. Yeah. Uh, Mercury and Venom and Compound. And there's a band model between them.
0: <laughs> no, they're all good. They all do very different things, I guess that's the thing, is that I mean
1: yeah, that's true. Uh, well, Compound is probably the most techy of them all, I would say. Uh, you tend to bring him only against, like, either very defensive teams, so you are also defensive, as us say, with smoke, or against goal-scoring teams to make their goal ones less efficient, uh, with the color. Um, because Compound is very happy holding the, ga- the whole game without any influence allocated whatsoever. Um, and
0: he gives out to so that's very good, um, yeah, great. So Calculus is, uh, you know, she, she can throw a poison AoE, which is great, she can she can do it for free, well, she can pull a condition to throw an AoE or make a character plays, and she has blind, which is massive, so, it, so Calculus is particularly one, like, are you receiving against a super solo, or, you know, are you, is there a model that really doesn't like, you know, doesn't like being blind that you're playing against, Blackheart, Corsair, those sort of models but you know she feels I guess the difference between her she's often she's very similar to Hemlock but I think the big difference between Calculus and Hemlock is Calculus is actually a bit more durable because often the, the, the trap of blind is often you walk up to six inches of someone blind them and then they go especially Hemlock you're like you walk up you blind Herder with Hemlock and Herder goes Oh, cool, i just going to kill you now
1: That's like, true, yeah. where
0: there is actually being 14 boxes and 4-1 is a bit more durable than a lot of the other sort of blind bots in the game um Mercury's a funny one Mercury's the one i i like the most but use the least like you know he has a fire away that's really good for slowing people down he can obviously can do a bit of damage he has got momentous damage on his playbook at range but yeah. it tends to be like but it's two damage at range so if you put a lot of influence on mercury usually you'll get eight damage out of it which is okay and can be really good but like alchemists don't really rap like you, like to get mercury to do you know, I've heard people say about rap damage on it, and you can do it in Soma, but it's still not ideal. The thing I find really useful is his two-inch burning aura, because you can almost use him as another fire AoE to stop your op- the opposition getting to the ball if you don't want them. Yeah, he can also
1: be uh, a specific uh, model to kill the ball on, because mm. a few models uh will simply not be able to engage him because they will lose the movement from burning before engaging him yeah uh so it is a small trick but it tends to happen um i also find that he is a good model to exploit uh models like colossus uh, like low the models that you can spam fireball on to kill more important models
0: yeah the sort of thing of you know hitting that fine tooth to actually hit brisket
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: so you can definitely do that, and again, you know, it's and it might be a playstyle thing. Is I I I tend to only really use him in a defensive smoke team, um, uh, but but I think that is a playstyle issue for me. I don't think it's necessary. I don't think anyone's wrong. I guess to take him again, and then the last, the one I use more often that a lot of the other people don't is Venom, and I basically take Venom in a six, usually because I'm taking Vet Cat, so I want a model that brings their own condition at the start of the game, and, and Venon will often just spend the game giving a condition to my team, but he can in the right yeah. situation do a lot of damage by Alchemist standards.
1: Yeah, that's true. Also, he's quite, kind, kind of a tank, Yeah, because he is, he can be defense for
0: armor too. That's not easy to get through, uh, but yeah, he... Yeah, he can go Blacksmith's Apprentice and Sentinel. Like Standing Venon in cover with poison on him is, is always like... And, and sort of making your opponent Try and swamp him. It's quite good because then often you can hit his heroic as well. Yeah. Yeah, he he tandems, works... like... yeah. yeah, you're going on. I was just saying he tandems really well with Vet Cat because Vet Cat often, you know, puts poison onto models and knocks them down, and then Venom suddenly like, okay, this yeah, is.
1: He, he's also very good with smoke because he is another model that does damage without rolling fo- uh, dice, uh, without influence. Uh, you tend to be even more efficient with your damage dealing in, in smoke list. Yeah.
0: I guess the flip side with Venom is quite often when he doesn't have his condition on him, he's real squishy because actually he's 13 health naturally. Yeah. He's usually taking some poison damage. So quite yeah. often Venom will be wandering around at some stage in his activation in, the, in your turn. you will probably be 4-1 on about 10-11 health. Which is yeah, that's true. So, so he's, it's a funny one because he suddenly he, he flips from being like, "Oh, Venom's totally safe," to be like, "Oh, Venom's in so much trouble."
1: Yeah. <laughs> so it's a... yeah, that's true. Uh, he's also uh, the model with the most tags on the back of his card, I believe. He has five rules uh,
0: on the back. And he does have a lot, doesn't he? Yeah, uh,
1: yeah that's true. He's a very cool model. Uh, he is rather fine because he's a six move, a six John model. Uh, another 3-6 kick, so you can collect the ball on the receive uh, and set up it with a condition a uh, good place. Yeah, you cannot go wrong with taking that in.
0: Yeah. And then I think, I guess just to say with that, the, 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 that smoke six, I don't think we met, I can't remember if you went into, but it's usually um, the defensive smoke six is usually smoke, a mascot, original calculus, mercury, compound, and proper catalyst. Yeah, or kami, or a catalyst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's just, and and you're just, so it's quite different to the other teams we've talked about with lots of strikers in it. Yeah. So, so what would you say, what do they like playing into, and what do they not like playing into? What do you think? What do you what do you hate seeing across the table?
1: Uh, I hate seeing, when I'm playing my goal scoring team, I hate seeing another goal scoring team. Um, because if someone's on the defense, uh, then he's probably on his side of the pitch, uh, with the ball, kind of safe. And, um, In a a spot where it's not a threat for my goal, but I can probably go and get the ball. Um, Yeah, the most difficult games for me are when the opponent is also going for goals and it's a race. Um, It can get quite difficult quite quickly. Um, And with smoke, um, well, people tend to say that she's very good into uh, blacksmiths, but that's not a very easy
0: matchup. Oh, I don't find that easy for smoke. Now, I think it used to be, like, but then the changes to culverin and cutlass and to burnish just give them so much condition clearing.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. He probably played more smoke than me, uh, so you can take that one.
0: Yeah, farmers is the one I don't like seeing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. With yeah. with, with Pre- in, is okay into them. Sommer, this is this is probably the big overlay. Like I, th- I think if Alex could take all three captains in their team, they'd be the best guild in the game. Like if you could have a three, you know, if you had a squad with three captains. Yeah. Then Alex could cover off almost all of their like not so fun matchups, but usually there's a couple in there that you don't quite have the tools for. But farmers, because a combination of massive health pools, uh, the bastard chicken, <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and sort of harrow as well, like uh, do do make things a bit a bit awkward for alchemists.
1: Yeah, I find out into farmers you just go with minus five strikers.
0: I agree. Uh, yeah, Yeah, yeah. 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 I think it's not an for...
1: easy game, but it's probably there's no way you're, uh, like, cheating down those, those 20 HP uh, models.
0: Yeah, you're with... not fighting them. You're not fighting them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they I mean, will
1: kill your team twice before you kill one model.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, is there any particular, like, what you know, what, what's your favorite thing you like doing with them? You know, f- uh, fun tips, tips and tricks? Like, what do you, what do you like? What, what make you feel really good when you're playing Alchemist and be like, that was cool. uh,
1: Well, raw enthusiasm uh, with a striker. If you got raw enthusiasm on your hand, um, you can easily overextend a striker turn one Because, uh, for example, Academy a, a, a will say, um, if they kill her, she gets back uh, on the pitch with a 7-inch movement and she's still fretting the ball probably. And if they don't take her out, then she will probably just escape. And possibly make the ball live. Um, that's a s- simple trick, but it's quite effective and quite fun.
0: Similarly, I like the tough hide card for that for that reason. Like it's it's more situational, but like suddenly being like, yeah, you've now got to kill tough hide vitriol. Okay,
1: yeah. I don't like the minus influence cards, to be that's, honest. That's the tricky
0: one. I've usually scored a goal by that point, so I'm sort of like that's how I make it acceptable to myself. But I think. I think it's true. I think basically things that allow you to get unexpected activations out of your strikers are good.
1: Yeah, um, it's true. Um, also, plus the movement card is quite cool because mm-hmm. if you got a movement mine, 11, can be all the Yeah. It, it can a bit kind of uh, fun.
0: The one I quite uh, like doing is just moving like is is either with Soma or with uh, Midas is just blinding something with Calculus and then using and then moving calculus backwards. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. It's, yeah. it's like a. It's, I mean, the really fun one with, with original calculus is, is if you ever play the mirror, um, which I have done in a mirror match, is blinding original catalyst with his own burning with original yeah. calculus. That's <laughs> that's, that's, that's a lot of fun. It's like, oh yeah, now you're minus a four attack. <laughs> like yeah, well, um, when you're
1: when you're playing against uh, hunters or, or falconers, egret uh, is basically shooting free influence into you. Yeah, uh, there's a you need to change your mindset when you're playing Alchemist because like those burning and poison is basically free stuff so if you... yeah yeah and the uh, only thing about
0: like that I think is you have to remember like it's just making sure you remember what balance of your models can pull conditions because while you can do it you can easily end up taking like you know like you can easily end up taking a team where actually only one model can pull burning or poison yeah like it's true. not it's not common but it's not uncommon so you just so being like i can just take this unlimited amount of poison <laughs> or burning it's like you you probably want it on like two models but like probably not more than that necessarily
1: yes yeah, well i'm thinking my favorite stuff has to be like pushing off most of the pitch with audio catalyst um when i was starting uh, alchemist i played him basically every match um, because with external combustion, he can be probably like 8, 9, 10 inches off the edge of the pitch. Yeah. If, because you have one inch of engagement, the animal will base, and four inches to move them off the pitch. Or even a wrap is five inches with the
0: momentous pushing on one. Um uh, that was always a lot fun and setting Smoke's up it's good for that as well i like smoke for like models coming back on the pitch like smoke suddenly going oh yeah i'm going to use my playbook which is all momentous pushes yeah and now flinging off the other edge the other one for models coming back on with smoke is things like someone like corsair coming back on the pitch on nine health and it's just, and, just go, and smoke just going yeah you're dead like i'm just going yeah, to uh, like if you've got the legendary up your sleeve it's just going up to them and being like here's some poison now you're dead like, yeah, it's, uh,
1: and with veteran catalyst setting up like a 2 or 3 take on activation it's very unfun for your <laughs> but if you get the, you pull them off it feels very good Yeah.
0: the other one the other little janky one I quite like is with Kami if you tackle the ball but you can't get it anywhere is is tackling the ball of someone and basically just kicking the ball so it's in base with you yeah. and then killing it
1: then yeah, So if yeah. you
0: get a tackle where you're like, I'm not in a position like, you know, I'm not, I can't get a goal shot, I can't pass to anyone, I can't get out. Like just kicking the ball when it's in base contact with you and then doing kill the ball is quite uh, like a fun little trick. Yeah,
1: you can also try to set up Kami in, in six inches from the goal. Uh, if you can like collect the ball, you can kill the ball. Try to make a kick so it lands near Kami <laughs> and then show the goal. Yeah. It's not likely, but it's, it is possible
0: okay yeah yeah okay i think i think that's a podcast i think that that's sort of alks and 45 minutes that's reasonable listener. <laughs> like, we could have gone on about this for hours like uh, you know i could have t- we haven't even talked about like you know crucible's momentum draining aura and like how fun that is but like there's a lot so there's a lot in alchemists but uh, hopefully that gives you a bit of a snapshot of them of why they are obviously fun guild. I'm not going to ask the usual question ask about whether they're fun or not cuz I really <laughs> like them. <laughs> Lin, yeah. so, and and I, th- I I'd hope the listener knows that already. But again, I just want to say thank you again. Uh, Edek, thanks for joining us again. Yeah,
1: uh, it was really fun to do again, yeah.
0: Yeah, we may do a blast from the past and talk about brewers at some point. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Brilliant. Yeah, it was quite an identity crisis going from uh, Brewers
0: to Alchemists in uh, Season 4. <laughs> Probably why you and I both talked a lot about pushing models off the pitch having gone <laughs> from like... I mean, <laughs> that's the same. That's in both <laughs> teams. <laughs> okay, so this has been uh, Singled Out, uh, a gaming podcast talking about Guild Ball, and look forward to seeing you on the next one. Yeah, thanks. Cool. Cheers.